Hello and welcome to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Don Hibbard. And I'm Courtney Bronze. And each week we bring you conservation topics and events from around the endless mountains. Well, these creatures always seem to surprise an unsuspecting person. And admittedly, they're an odd animal, I think to say the least. In fact, in a recent Gallup poll, 51% of Americans claimed to fear snakes more than any other suggested possibility, including speaking in front of the public and heights. So as you probably guessed, today we're going to be talking about snakes, and especially snakes in PA. And according to the official list of snakes in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania is home to 21 different species of snakes, three of them actually being venomous. So we'll start out by talking a little bit about the three venomous snakes in Pennsylvania. And these three species belong to the pit viper subfamily. So most of the snakes in this family are stout-bodied snakes with a head that's well-defined from their neck. I think I've often heard it described as kind of a shovel shape for their head. So real skinny and then the head kind of comes out in a triangular pattern. Yeah, I think I've heard the same actually. Their pupils are vertical, kind of like a cat eye. So these snakes have long hollow fangs. They're actually normally folded back along their jawline, but the fangs swing forward rapidly when the snake opens its mouth ready to strike. And each of these fangs is connected to a venom gland located on the side of the snake's head. So they get the name pit vipers because of the deep pit located on each side of the head between the eyes and nostrils. These depressions are actually really cool. They're um, heat sensitive, so the organs respond to the amount of heat reaching them, and they help the snake to detect the existence and location of prey. And these snakes can strike about a third to a half of their body length, and the venom is a complex mixture of proteins, and that mixture affects the circulatory system of their prey. Tissue is destroyed by the venom, and it affects the blood's ability to clot properly. The venom also contains neurotoxins, which can affect the nervous system. So the first one we want to talk about is the timber rattlesnake. And the timber rattlesnake is actually the largest of the three venomous species in Pennsylvania. And they say they can reach uh, from 36 inches up to 54 inches as adults. They are the most commonly venomous snake to find in Pennsylvania, but they're not that aggressive. Uh, they are prone to just quietly finding their way to safety. And uh, they're often found in rocky outcroppings and ledges in the upland forests across most of Pennsylvania. Uh, timber rattlesnakes can be found in two different color phases, black and yellow. And rattlesnakes get their name from an organ of loosely attached segments fastened to the tail. When they rapidly vibrate their tail, it actually causes these button-like segments to strike one another. And that produces the buzzing sound. The rattle may grow by two to four segments, they say annually, because new segments are added each time that the snake sheds its skin. Um... And according to the PA Fish and Boat Commission, 50 out of the 67 counties in PA contain timber rattlesnakes, with all of the northern tier counties tallying at least a half a dozen records 
on the PA amphibian and reptile survey website which if you do happen to see one you can go on that same website and you can also add a record as well um, the last record of a person dying in Pennsylvania from a rattlesnake bite was back in 2015 and that was out in Elk County so the next one we're going to talk about is the northern copperhead the northern copperhead is typically found around rocks, ledges, and rock slides in deciduous forests uh, across most of Pennsylvania. They can also commonly be found in fields and clearings. The adults can reach 24 to 36 inches in length. They're kind of a light tan to gray-brown color with darker brown to red bands. And the bands are broader along their sides and a little bit more narrow on their back. In Pennsylvania, the copperhead is listed as a species of special concern. I think it seems to be a little bit harder to find records of copperheads here in the northern tier. You know, we've heard of copperheads above New Milford and Susquehanna County, and some have shown up to the Rattlesnake Roundup in Knoxon down in Wyoming County. So they're definitely around. There's just not many. And one final note, the Fish and Boat Commission mentions that the bite and resultant injection of venom is painful, but with prompt medical attention, um, bites from these snakes seldom poses any serious threat to life. So if you do encounter one and end up bit, you know, just make sure that you seek medical attention. Yeah, so I guess that's the one thing I learned uh, from doing this research is I, I thought that... Uh, Copperheads were a little bit more venomous than that, so uh, it's good to know, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so let's turn to the last venomous species here in Pennsylvania, the Eastern Massasauga Rattlesnake, which, truth be told, I also learned that name as well. So I, I'm not really familiar with that one. It's found out in western Pennsylvania in just a couple of counties. Um, it's the smallest of PA's venomous snakes, but it's a snake that faces the biggest problems. And that's because the snake is listed as, a, as endangered in Pennsylvania. Um, these snakes are typically found in wet swampy areas. Its common name, Massasagua, is said to be derived from a Chippewa Indian word meaning great river mouth. It alludes to what was typical Chippewa country, which often includes swamplands surrounding mouths of rivers. So due to the loss of wetland habitats, this snake is only found in the western part of the state, as I mentioned before. And uh, the snake's often found in Allegheny, Beaver, Butler, Crawford, Lawrence, Mercer, and Venango counties. So I think now let's move on and talk a little bit about a few of the non-venomous species. Um, there's quite a few of them, so we just kind of picked out a couple to highlight. But the first one we wanted to highlight was the Eastern Garter Snake. I think this is probably the most well-known snake in the area. As it turns out, the Pennsylvania Fish and Boat Commission states that it's the most widely distributed and familiar snake in all of North America. So adults attain lengths of 18 to 26 inches. Might be more familiar because it's most active in the day and it's active over a longer period of time than most other snakes. It's also able to tolerate colder temperatures. 
So it's one of the first snakes that you'll typically see leaving the den in the spring, and it's the last to begin hibernating in the fall. If you've ever picked one up, you'd know that it has a built-in defensive mechanism consisting of musk glands that may cause potential attackers to have second thoughts. Do you ever pick one up? I don't play with snakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can confirm that. Um, I picked up a lot of garter snakes, and I tend not to much anymore just because of the smell. It just, it's pretty nasty. I've smelled it before, like even if you find one like in your yard, sometimes at the right time you can smell them, yeah. but yeah. I don't pick them up. So what do they look like? The eastern garter snake is dark greenish to black across its body, and it normally has three stripes that trail down its back and sides. They can be yellowish to brown or even greenish, but regardless, they're usually pretty well defined. And they have a double row of spots that commonly appear between the stripes. And their belly varies from greenish to shades of yellow and includes two rows of indistinct black spots. Alright, so here's another one that probably a lot of people are familiar with in this area. And that's the black rat snake. And a lot of people just know it as the black snake. And the black rat snake is the largest of the 21 species here in Pennsylvania. Uh, adults can actually reach 42 to as much as 100 inches in length, so that's huge. Um, if you want a comparison, just think of the average height of a ceiling in most houses, and that's you know roughly eight to nine feet. So that's that's the longest black rat snakes that they've seen, uh, which is disturbingly long. Um, so the black rat snake is actually active during the day throughout the cooler months of spring and autumn. As the long days of summer grow hotter, it actually becomes more nocturnal in its movements. Uh, resting in cool retreat as the daytime temperatures climb. Uh, the black rat snake is powerful constrictor and it uses that physical strength to subdue its prey by suffocation. So as far as what it looks like, the black rat snake is plain shiny black, as the name alludes to, and the skin between the scales may be bluish white, yellow, red, or orangish, although the coloration is not always evident. Uh, the belly of the black rat snake is even a shade of white or yellow, with darker modeling of gray or brown. and. The belly becomes more slate gray as it approaches the tail. So I think the last one we really wanted to highlight on today was the eastern milk snake. The eastern milk snake is the one snake in Pennsylvania that is more often mistakenly identified than any other snake. And as it turns out, it's actually one of the state's most beneficial snakes. But sadly, the eastern milk snake is also the most often killed by mistake because people incorrectly identify it as a copperhead. So there's actually only a small resemblance between these two snakes. So the head of the copperhead is a coppery color without any marks whatsoever. And the head of the milk snake is light with brownish marks. So also the belly of the copperhead is unmarked and a uniform cream or off-white color whereas the milk snake has a white belly with dark splotches, kind of resembling like a checkerboard pattern. As I was writing this, 
I was thinking to myself, you know, most likely people aren't going to flip over the snake to confirm whether it's a copperhead or a milk snake. Um, just stay away from them both, really. I mean, you don't have to kill either one of them. Both are beneficial. You know, both are going to they're going to reduce the rodent population, insect population. So just leave them alone. Yep, if you let them alone, they'll leave you alone too. The milk snake's name is most likely derived from the fact that its favorite meal, the mouse, tends to hang around farms. So the milk snake can be found in all 67 counties in Pennsylvania, and it does not discriminate against any certain habitat, meaning you might see them anywhere there's food for them. Well, hopefully this episode provided some insight into snakes that actually reside in Pennsylvania. And I also hope that you've gained a better sense of why snakes are an important part of the ecosystem where they live. Alright, so I think we've got some events for you today. And the first one is at Salt Springs State Park. And I think this is a new one. I don't think I remember hearing about this particular type of hike at Salt Springs. But uh, Friday, June 4th, they're calling this the Doggy Hike. And the hike will be led by Tyler Crowick. And will start at 6.30 p.m. They ask that you bring socialized dogs. And also a leash and cleanup bags. The fee is $5 and free for members. And on Saturday, June 19th at 10 a.m. at Salt Springs State Park, they'll be having their Archery for Beginners program. So this is the second of their five summer archery programs. It's a beginner's program based on the National Archery in the Schools program. They provide the equipment and they just ask that you bring your focus and maybe somebody else for a little friendly competition. So all ages are welcome. And the fee is $5 per person or $15 per family. All right, I guess that does it for today's show. If you have any questions related to our shows, you can contact the Conservation District by calling 570 572-2105. If you missed a portion of today's show, you can go to our website, www.suscondistrict.org, and you can find our Conservation Corner page with past episodes, links to information about past episodes, and a contact form where you can reach out and ask questions, or you can make comments about the show. You can even suggest ideas for future shows. You have been listening to the Susquehanna County Conservation District's Conservation Corner. I'm Courtney Bronze. And I'm Don Hibbard saying, enjoy the outdoors. <laughs>